0: Over the past few weeks, we have been walking through Ephesians uh, chapter 6, <clears throat> verses 10 through 20. And so far, we've talked about fastening the belt of truth so that we are swift and able to kind of spar and bob and weave with Satan. And uh, we've discussed the breastplate of righteousness, which is uh, godly living. And, and living lives that aren't full of sin, not living in sin, are kind of what protects our uh, all the vital areas of our spiritual walk. And, and the last time that we got together, we talked about wearing shoes uh, that make you ready to bring the gospel to peace. <clears throat> if, if you remember our talk, we talked about how a messenger uh, would be sent with the message to another, another kingdom. And um, As he was running, if it was bad news, he might be kind of slow and, and downtrodden. And if it was really good news, then he might be real light-footed and running real well because you remember if the message was bad, what happened to the messenger? a lot of the times he would be killed. <laughs> and if the message was good, what would happen? He would be celebrated, right? So even though he had nothing to do with the message, the messenger was treated like the message. And um, So we talked about how it's so important to put on shoes that are, that are prepared to bring the gospel of peace. And today we're going to be looking at verse 16, which speaks to the shield of faith. So let's read it together real quick. We're going to be beginning in verse 13. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, so that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand firm. Stand therefore, having fastened on the belt of truth, and having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and as shoes for your feet, having put on the readiness given by the peace of the gospel. In all circumstances, take up the shield of faith, with which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one." So this verse focuses on the shield of faith, which can extinguish the flaming darts of Satan. Now, in in ancient times, why do you think they would shoot flaming arrows at their enemies? Uh, Because an arrow that's on fire doesn't really kill you any more than an arrow that's not on fire. So what's the point of a flaming arrow? Well, at one point, there's an option that the flaming arrows could potentially get close enough to your clothes that maybe they could catch them on fire, they catch your garments on fire. Um, but the other more realistic reason is that they could set everything around you on fire. Uh, think about this. If you're hiding in the brush and a fiery arrow lands in the brush next to you, it, it can catch it on fire, causing you to have to leave your cover. So a flaming arrow can cause havoc. Uh, Think about cities and towns as they're under siege and they're they're trying to fight the enemies inside. They would shoot these flaming arrows inside and try to catch the buildings on fire, try to catch the hay on fire, whatever they could burn down, they wanted to burn down because they want to create chaos wherever you are. And a flaming arrow can create chaos. And, And a shield, allows you to create a buffer that keeps these kind of fiery arrows at bay if you if you think about the kinds of of shields that these roman soldiers would have worn or carried they had these giant they're like six feet tall like three feet wide there's these giant shields and they link them all together and make this impenetrable wall right it's called a phalanx and they would all march together and they create this massive buffer embarrassed that these flaming arrows couldn't get through to them couldn't get beside them couldn't get behind them to create havoc where they were. Now, how does all of this go together? Well, what Paul is doing is, he, doing is he's telling us that the only way that we can defend ourselves against the attacks of Satan is by faith. You see, because we don't actually battle Satan with a sword and a shield. Uh, the daily war that we wage is not one of flesh and blood, but it's a spiritual war. And, and in this spiritual war, The only defense is faith. Let me say it another way. When Satan is trying to burn down the world around you and throw your life into utter chaos, faith in Jesus is the only viable defense that we have. Today, I want you to read Matthew 14, 22 through 33. This is the passage when Jesus walks in the water and Peter sees him, and and all the disciples think he's a ghost, and and Jesus tries to call them and says, hey, it's me, be at peace, and what does Peter say, if it's you, let me step out there and walk on this water to you. And so it's a real test of Peter's faith, and so after reading this passage, I want you to ask yourself the following questions. Uh, First, I want you to ask yourself, what's causing fear in your life that's taking your focus away from Jesus? And second, how can you begin to take steps to trust Jesus? More?